0: Welcome, everybody. Here we are for the Sermon Recap Podcast. So good to be with y'all. As you can see, I'm sitting here with Pastor John Bivens, who brought the Word this weekend. And John, you did a tremendous job. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. John has been at Upward since he was in middle school, and it was so much fun. It's been so much fun knowing John as a kid and uh, watching him come up through youth group, and now he's one of our pastors. In fact, he's our student pastor you doing such a tremendous job building that community. And if you were here over the weekend, you saw all those graduates. Wasn't that a great day?
1: That's awesome when you get 13 people to get up on a stage and celebrate their accomplishments, celebrate them, just give them a little time to show church behind them, supporting them.
0: Yep, that was a lot of fun. So proud of these graduates. Absolutely. It was interesting to me when I came in and saw them coming in with their graduation caps on, I still this group. I've been here twenty five years. You know, this group feels like they just got out of children's church. You know, I remember the many of these kids when they were tiny. So uh, I'm feeling old, John. Thank you, thank you for that.
1: I get it. Same feeling. This is this group that we have now was when I first started serving in student ministry back when Greg was the pastor. This group was sixth graders.
0: Really? So oh, wow. Yeah, I've been you able to feel see it.
1: full of it. So I, I completely understand that. Feeling. I
0: didn't put that together. Well, that feeling continues, nah. and you get to feeling <laughs> older and older because you are older <laughs> and older. That's the reality behind this. But uh, John shared with us on graduation Sunday, continued our series on choosing joy. John, you did a great job. You had I told you going into this, I said, man, you got the real verse. I was a little jealous of you getting this one, to be honest with you. <laughs> No, it's a great verse, and you did a great job talking about surrendering the outcomes. How did this message affect you personally? What did you learn for your own personal life in this message?
1: Yeah, it's it was really good. I'm not going to lie. It was just encouraging to know that no matter what we face, no matter what we go through, no matter what comes up, what goes away, what problems arise, at the end of the day, joy isn't something that we have to fight for. Being able to be Content and understanding and having that peace around life isn't something we have to work for. It's something we simply just have to accept because Jesus already has it mm-hmm. for us. So it was just it was really cool to be able to kind of focus in on that, study the word, spend some time in private time reading and studying, and just be able to relax in that fact of no matter what happens, no matter I ain't got to spend a lot of effort, I ain't got to do anything really this big extravagant deal. I can just embrace the joy that Jesus has already given us.
0: Yeah. Don't have to strive for it. Yeah. You just have to receive it. That's a good word. You got in this passage that you did so well, uh, one of Paul's classic statements, one of his more famous statements, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. What does that mean for our audience?
1: Uh, What does that mean
0: for their lives?
1: Yeah, two, two very simple things. You divide that up, it means that no matter what the outcome of life is, no matter what's happening, if you continue to get to live, then you get to live and live for Christ. You get to live and everything you do is kind of what you talked about last week in week two of this series, how our mission, our purpose is the Great Commission, is the mission is to spread Jesus Christ. And so if we get to live and God allows us to live this life, then we get to live a life in joy by spreading Jesus but when that time comes where God calls us home and God calls to that eternal rest, and we get to experience even more joy because we get to be face-to-face with the creator of this universe. We get to be in the literal presence, physical presence with the one that died on the cross for us. So it's just encouraging to know that no matter what happens, joy is the result if we choose Jesus.
0: Yeah. Choosing Him is choosing joy. That's right. You know, I love that. Either way. And you can just surrender the outcomes Mm. of everything. So often I get caught up in thinking I'm aiming for a certain outcome. And I think there's some, obviously, in leadership, you're you're aiming at an outcome. You're wanting to do things so that certain goals are met, certain metrics are hit, all that sort of thing. But you reach a point to where you just have to give the outcomes to Jesus. Yeah. And just do the right thing.
1: That's right. I mean, look at Paul's situation. He's he wasn't sure what was gonna happen. You read the verse, I think it's verse twenty three. He says, I'm torn between the two. He he was he was torn about what was gonna happen. He's stressing out about it. He doesn't know what the outcome's gonna be, but he able to find joy in knowing that the outcome isn't for him to decide, the outcome's not for him to try to find a better situation. The outcome's just what's gonna happen. If we surrender that, that's where the joy comes. So it's yeah. it's
0: encouraging. A lot of times outcomes don't come instantly either Mm. the outcome you're after doesn't just happen Mm. you know I go to the gym, I want to lose five pounds. If I go work out, I figure I ought to be able to look on the scale tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Skip a meal.
1: That'd be nice. that Wouldn't be nice. would it be wonderful?
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't found that yet. I heard a guy say the other day, he said, uh, I bought skinny jeans and they didn't work. Didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and then a guy said, well, you better call Smartwater and X because <laughs> it didn't work for you either. The outcomes <laughs> don't always happen in the timing we want. Mm. They don't always happen as we want them to uh there's there's certain things in scripture you know that says when when you do the right thing god will bless you blessing doesn't always look like we imagine it to be sometimes that's true so uh you just surrender that to jesus that's right
1: and i like when the outcome didn't look what paul wanted i mean when he wrote this he was in prison and i like how even in the outcome wasn't the outcome he was desiring we don't read about him complaining about that we don't see him talking about how much that bothered him and wishing that things were different no he still was like I'm living for Christ. It's great. So even when the outcome isn't what we want or the speed we want, we still can have that joy in the process of it.
0: Awesome. It's great for people. Let's give the audience a little look at what it's like. What's it like to get up there? I do this every week almost, except when you or some of the other pastors preach which is once in a while. I do this every week, so that's just kind of life to me. What's it like to prepare and preach and give a message at Upward over the weekend?
1: It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's interesting because you kind of just you get to go up there, and I love the culture that Upward has because some places, I mean, I, I've heard of different cultures. Some places might be the culture of you got to stress over making sure your performance and I love just to kind of brag on you or give little props to you. I remember, That's always a good yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. A little brownie points here. But <laughs> <laughs> before I went up on stage, I remember you told me it's not about the performance. It's not about me performing up there. It's about what am I able to share with these people? What am I giving yeah. the word of God that God has given me to share with these people? And when you kind of change your perspective into that, it's not about me going up there and saying all the right words and using the right voice inflections. Infla- it's, it's not about that. It's simply about going up there and sharing what I really feel passionately that Jesus called for me to share and has given me a message to share. So that that mindset right there switched it up completely.
0: I read that years and years ago. uh, Don't think about your performance. Think about the gift you're Mm -hmm. giving to the people. Think about what you're actually trying to give them because every time you go up there, you're giving them a gift. Give them the gift. Don't worry about how you're looking. Don't worry about how well you're doing. Now, that's a whole lot easier said than done. Uh, I still worry about how I'm doing. <laughs> was that good? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I deal with that all the time. What was it like doing uh, three of them together, back to back? You haven't done that before. I don't guess I have that. not.
1: I have not. I've, what I've was done that twice like for before. you? Yeah, it's it's different. Uh, I think my third service came around. I was saying I'd say a joke or I'd say a story that I used, and I'd be like, did I just say that? This, so that did happen it, to it, you. It happened a couple times, yeah, and you warned me about it, and it still happened, Yeah.
0: Just about everybody I talk to that's done this, uh, it's on that third time that you have the little moment of doubt that you just said that. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I I told you before, I said you did just say it, but you said it to a different (laughs) group of people. You're almost feeling like you're repeating a story again. Because we pretty much preach the same message on Thursday night and then three times on Sunday. Now it changes every time. The audience is different What God brings out is different every time. We'll have people sometimes come to more than one. I I know we have a couple that often comes on Thursdays and they'll come back on Sundays and they say it's like a different message. And it's really the same, but God moves in different ways through it.
1: I noticed when I was on stage. I noticed each service, especially third. I would say a sentence, and then in my head I'd be like, oh, "I liked how I said that better in second service," or I'd say, yes. oh, "I know that was really good. I'll, I should have said that all three that way." You know what I mean? Yes. I'd, yes. I'd almost compare over which one I liked the delivery better. If I yes. could take a highlight video of all three and put it together, that'd be a mess. We'd have.
0: <laughs> Take the best of all of it. Maybe we could do that. Maybe we would yeah. take the best of all four and combine it there into a go. message. We'd have to wear the same clothes and be very careful to speak the same way and Worth just it. make <laughs> it into one message. Fair yeah, I felt that way too. Sometimes one point just really goes over in one service, and then another one goes over better in the other one. It's funny. And you do find yourself kind of editing yourself as you mm-hmm. go through it as well. If uh, if something you said, maybe you said something funny and it wasn't funny. Mm-hmm you don't do it again yeah, absolutely, unless you're me and you'll try it all three times and it doesn't work and you blow up. Yeah. I had one
1: service this week where I walked off stage of one of the messages and I honestly, I, I felt discouraged. <laughs> I felt like I was, yeah. di- I failed at performing or not performing, but giving what I felt like I needed to give. And I was a little discouraged about it, but I had a guy come up to me and talk after the service and in between services and was talking about what how God spoke to him and how he received the word and received blessing out of that. And it was Wow he can use that even when I dropped
0: it so now I'm gonna it's... tell you a little bird told me something a little bird told me you were thinking about not coming out again
1: i I did I'm not gonna lie that go, that, go ahead
0: and tell me what happened that.
1: I just i walked off and Honestly, and this is—I'll you know, be real with y'all. We're Which service
0: the, was this? It was first
1: service. Yeah. So you'll see the inside thoughts of John. I, I, what we want. I was—I walked off, and you know, in between services, we have plenty of time to walk around and 15 minutes—if that's plenty—but to talk with other people. And I got to the point where I was like, I don't want to show my face out there. I want to—I want to <laughs> stay behind here. There's a little closet in the back that I just went in and just started praying. And honestly, I was going back through the message, thinking, "Ah, oh, could I remove this part? Should I change that up?" And it just... I was in my head over it, but...
0: Well, I'll tell the audience. I walked back there to encourage John. I walked back to the door we normally go in, and I thought John did a great job, and others did too at the 9 o'clock on Sunday morning. Uh, I had a guy come out and say, man, John just killed it this morning at the 9 o'clock. Yeah. (laughs) And I said, well, tell him. Cause I walked back to encourage John. I always try to do that with our younger pastors specifically to go back and encourage them and tell them what I thought and give them feedback, you know. And so I went back in the normal corner back there and John wasn't there. And I'm like, where's John? And somebody said he went over to the other side. So I went across the stage in the other side and I find John in the dark in this little room. And I- <laughs> And I said, John, get out of there. I said, are you in there beating yourself up? He said, well, actually, I'm praying. And I felt about this high then, but I just thought, let's go ahead and go for it. No, and you, we, might, you weren't too far off the church. <laughs> it wasn't as far from that as I thought. I kind of figured that. So you're confessing up here, hey, here on the podcast. That's right.
1: Open hearts.
0: I'm going to tell you, how'd you feel, though, about the other two?
1: I was able to find. I. I don't know. I felt really good. I, not like good as in I did a great job, but it just. It was. It was very beneficial. I feel really. Jo- I feel joyful when I'm able to do that. Yes. When I'm able yes. to get on the stage and or just talk and communicate with people in a regular conversation, just kind of what we talked about in the message. When you just get to live a life talking about how amazing Jesus is and how rewarding it can be living for Him, it. That's all you need, yes, yeah. that's where the joy was, and so
0: it's so easy to think I didn't do a good job, and I still do that. I've been in ministry a long time, I still come down after one one of them maybe or maybe all of them, mm-hmm. and I just felt like, man, I just don't feel like I connected today and and oftentimes you're your own worst critic, that's cliched, but it's true mm-hmm. many times uh I know people love the the message you thought didn't go so well, people love that, and were're blessed by that very one, mm-hmm. you know, and uh. You just have to get up there and relax in front of the people. And I told you, maybe the second one or the third one, I said, John, just have fun today. Mm-hmm. If if you have fun, they'll have fun. If you have fun, and of course, fun is not the ultimate goal. The goal is for the Word of God to come across. It's also good when it can be fun to do Absolutely. that. But uh, you enjoyed it and they did too. And and I just thought you did a wonderful job. I appreciate and it. And just want to thank you if you're anywhere in close by or if you tend upward and you got teenagers that don't come uh thursday night is such an incredible time uh every thursday night we have a full worship service here just like sunday morning and john and the students are down there in the student building and uh i love one of my favorite things one of my favorite weekly routines is after we're done up here on thursday and i talk to people i'll go down there and you guys keep rolling for probably 30 45 minutes after they don't want to go home and they are out there playing that, uh, whatever the game is. Nine Square. Nine Square. Yeah. And then uh, um, I used to go down there and get a Coke. I, I steal a Coke out of the fridge and, um, and then hang out with the kids a little bit. And uh, it's one of my favorite times. And the atmosphere in that room is so awesome. You've done a great job there.
1: I appreciate it. we got some amazing leaders down there, and it, it's awesome.
0: You've done a great job in raising LUP leaders, too. You're not trying to do it by yourself, which is incredible. Uh, Sunday coming up, is move up Sunday. It is so you got excited. you got a crew of graduates moving on up and out, but you got a bunch coming in. How many coming in this week?
1: Uh, we have twenty signed up to join us this Thursday. Wow! So twenty rising sixth graders are going to come down and get involved. It's going to be a great time.
0: So are you prepared? To have 20 come in on the young side. Yeah, we are. I think we're prepared uh,
1: (laughs) leadership-wise, structure-wise, we're prepared. Facility-wise, we'll get there. But no, we're prepared for sure.
0: Oh, we're working on that. Yeah. (laughs) That's the area right now we're challenged more than anything in the facility is with the students because they're just filling that up. So you're seeing 13 graduate and 20 come in. That's a pretty good growth track right there. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much. It's been a joy to be with y'all. We appreciate Pastor John sharing with us this weekend and being with us today. Love y'all, and we'll see you again next time.